Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. Um, if you can hear my voice, that probably means that Dr. Mystery has stepped away. He likes to step away at the most awkward times. So he will be back a little bit later, but to fill in today, again, we've brought in Dr. Angela Treadway. Thank you for coming back so soon. My pleasure. We uh, love having Dr. Treadway, our physical therapist, pelvic floor physical therapist on our show because your podcast and mine, yours and mine together, get the most downloads and that bothers Dr. Mystery. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. It's a competition. Right. We're making it an internal competition, but you do get a ton of downloads because the content is so interesting. So let me tell everybody, of course, how to reach out to you and us. Um, we are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin and Dripping Springs. And of course, you can call us during the week. I just had somebody call the other day and ask for me. I We'll take your questions through the website, through the Gmail, by phone call, by text, whatever you're, whatever you're comfortable with, and we'll answer your questions anonymously. You can send your questions through our website, armormenshealth.com, or our email address, which is armormenshealth at gmail.com. That particular patient had a question, a very specific question, Dr. Treadway, about medications he's been on after a vasectomy. So really interesting topics, but your questions are what fuel us to move forward and keep this amazing and fun program going. Um, again, our website's armormenshealth.com. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. And even if you live out of state, I will send you a t-shirt. I really need to get rid of some of these. I just sent t-shirts to Seattle and Florida. <laughs> so let me know if you want a t-shirt. We have one that says nuts for urology, which is appropriate. And then we have an Armor Men's Health Hour t-shirt that we can send you. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, which is only 10, 11 minutes, it just occurred to me today that you're probably wondering why it's the Armor Men's Health Hour when it's 10 minutes long. So welcome to the Armor Men's 10 minute segment. So Dr. Treadway last time talked about stress incontinence. And you can Google that. You can search for podcasts. They're all free and amazing. But search for Dr. Treadway and stress incontinence. And that particular podcast will pop up. But today, we're going to talk about... Urge incontinence. Urge incontinence. And they're separate, obviously. They're separate. So stress incontinence, if you heard the last podcast, you might remember that it has to do with having a um, like a cough or a sneeze or a jump or something like that that puts a lot of pressure on the abdomen, which ends up pushing some urine out of the bladder without your permission. So that's a stress incontinence thing. Mm -hmm. Urge is different. Urge is more an internal working of the bladder. So when a male or a female feels the urge to urinate, that's the bladder contracting. Mm -hmm. And that bladder can be that contraction can be triggered by many things. The most usual one is the stretch of the bladder when it's full. Mm -hmm. But Sometimes having a bladder irritant in the bladder, let's say someone's drinking Diet Coke, and this is a big one, it has uh -huh. to do with the sweetener, number one, which is an aspartame, mm -hmm. and also... And bad for you. And yeah, it's a, it's a toxin, it's an excitotoxin to the nervous system. Oh. But that soda is also a can of chemicals. You never know which chemical in there is particularly uh, irritating your bladder. Your bladder may be sensitive to one or the other of the <laughs> noxious things in there. Right. Um, have you ever tried reading the, the back of a soda can? I can't pronounce it. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Don't put it in your body. How about <laughs> the writing that? is too small now. I can't <laughs> see it. Well, that and the syllables are <laughs> 10 syllables long. So just don't drink those things. But right. never thought of that. So that's an irritant. All of those right. ingredients are maybe just one could irritate somebody's bladder. It could be one or all. That's amazing. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. So the um, the area of the bladder that controls the contraction or that, that facilitates the contraction in the back of the bladder and the ureters that come from the 
kidneys that like drip the urine into the bladder, Mm -hmm. they enter right at the corners of that nerve. Mm. So if you've got an irritant, it's hitting the nerve immediately. So you might feel like, man, I just went and how could my bladder be full? It probably isn't. It's just Mm. the irritants made the nerve fire and that nerve firing is causing a bladder contraction, which is giving you urgency. What other things are irritants? Coffee, especially if it's uh, moldy coffee, now that's that's a whole other topic. But if oh. anybody who is familiar with the whole ketogenic diet and mm-hmm. the bulletproof coffee will know that the the whole saga about not all coffee beans are created equal, based on where they're harvested and that they're rinsed off and left to dry in a muggy environment, and some of them mold. The oh. moldy coffee gets sold to the less expensive coffee companies, mm-hmm. and so it's a lower quality. And I didn't believe that until I had a patient who had interstitial cystitis, which is another thing which we can talk about later. But that has to do with internal like wounds on the inside of the bladder. Mm -hmm. So not just that nerve is irritated, but the whole lining of the bladder will cause a reaction. And that patient, we had gotten her off of all irritants, but she really liked coffee. So we went for organic, made in a a French press, like the cleanest possible process. She was fine. Mm. Then she went to a um, a hockey tournament with her son and they were in a hotel and she drank hotel coffee. Bam, Mm. she got her symptoms back. Oh no! So it was proof positive. Be careful of the quality of the coffee you're drinking. You really get what you pay for. Right. And I, as I tell my patients, I'm the last person who'll take you off coffee. I adore coffee. (laughs) I've seen you. You're drinking coffee right now. (laughs) Don't tell everybody. But it's an organic, healthy. It's an organic, healthy, (laughs) clean, clean. Anyway, but note that, right? Note that things have different quality thresholds, and each human is different. Mm -hmm. You know, all of our. I I like to tell my patients every human is as individual as the fingerprints on their hands. Right. You don't know if what bothers me is going to bother you. Right. We don't know. It's you have to do an experiment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, bladder irritants are a thing. Also, we were talking about this earlier. Anticipation of there being a toilet in your future. So So, tell me, you said something about the key and the keyhole syndrome. (laughs) The key, which of course I made dirty in my mind. Go ahead. We're in urology. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Everything's That's dirty. how we roll here. So key in the door. And then people that respond. actually a thing. And when I was learning about pelvic floor and about continence and whatnot, that was a thing. That was a trigger. And like, I don't know if anybody's actually wired up your brain and, and, and figured out how those circuits go, but it's like, it knows that you know, that it knows that you know that there's a toilet in there. And it's like, I'm <laughs> contracting. I need to use that toilet. And it doesn't matter if your bladder's full. But if your bladder's full, you're probably going to leak. Oh. Because the bladder is is contracting, which gives you urgency. And what I didn't mention is that contraction, the bladder is starting to empty. That's why people get urge incontinence if they don't know how to intervene on that. Wow. So they can put their key in the keyhole and then uh, the bladder will have an absolute decisive measure and leak. It'll have a moment. And it'll just say, well, I do that with (laughs) 7-Elevens. I'm pretty sure when I see a 7-Eleven, I'm like, oh, got to (laughs) pee. It's really gross in there. So the crazy part is that, you know, you can intervene on it, mm-hmm. but, and the way you do that is with the pelvic floor contraction, mm-hmm. which you may or may not ha- know how to do in a way that would stop this, but there's another piece. So your bladder runs on the autonomic nervous system, which is the fight or flight, rest and digest situation. So mm-hmm. when it gets going, it has a mind of its own. And if you are panicking, it'll win. Hmm. If you panic because fight or flight, rest right. and digest, and your pelvic floor just can't override the panic. Right. But if you can breathe it down and do your pelvic floor contraction, you can actually get the bladder to be inhibited for a few minutes so you can get to the toilet. Hmm. 
Interesting. And this is for men and women. This is for men and women. Same, same, same um, in same terms thing. of the, the bladder pelvic floor, I mean, boys have bladders and pelvic floors too. Mm-hmm. So it would, it would have the same circuitry and the same wiring. However, in a male, some of the, the causation of urgency could mm-hmm. be that the prostate is enlarged and making it difficult for them to empty their bladder mm-hmm. completely each time they void. So um, that means it fills up quick. So a full mm-hmm. bladder with urgency is kind of the kiss of death. Oh. Because if the bladder's full, it's getting not only whatever's triggering your urgency, but it's getting the stretch reflex. So the bladder's full, it's stretched. That nerve that drives the contraction is getting stretched. And any nerve that goes through that is going to have a, a reflex, going to cause a contraction. It's called a stretch reflex. Oh, okay. um, Gotcha. So that's an additional thing that men may have because they can't empty because of a, um, a lar- enlarged prostate. Mm-hmm. Another thing that can trigger urgency um, is really, really tight inner thighs. And I know that kind of sounds weird, but if you think about it, so the inner thighs come up and connect at the um, very edges, like underneath, right by your sit bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're short, tight, whatever, like you've got a runner or a cyclist or somebody that never stretches, mm-hmm. those those muscles will tug. And if they tug both of them at the same time, they're going to try to, they're going to like traction your urethra. Mm-hmm. Like starting to pull it open be- just because of the, the fascial tension. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, you have a whole reaction. You're, every The bladder will react and it, it, it can trigger. Wow. Urgency. So everything really is connected. <laughs> just like the song. Right. The knee bone is connected. It is to connected. Every other damn every bone. Other. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Well, that's interesting. I never really thought about that. So I guess that's why we have men who present with dribbling. Because of their prostate issues, their pelvic floor issues, right, and, and they can't control it. And their urethra is a lot longer than a female. So, I, like I mm. try to tell them, you've got stuff stuck in the hose. That's a long hose, right? And the hose has a little. Um, it's almost like a pee trap, mm-hmm. just like your um, drain. Oh, it has a little curly cue thing, and so. If you're done and you're dribbling, you may want to like push up a little bit on the scrotum to mm. straighten out the hose. Because right. that's all it is. It's just a long hose with a P-trap. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Treadway. That was super fascinating. You can Google this um, podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. You're welcome. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 